0: All right, all right, all right, all right. What, how ironic is that? I even scanned through the teams for teams that I had missed, and I missed the Pacers. The one guy right now who's eagerly looking for this podcast to see what kind of heat I drop on the Pacers, and I didn't even talk about his fucking team. You know what, Crest? I am sorry. I am truly, truly sorry that I forgot about your team. So you know what? I'm going to talk right now about Pacers, which also, because I was right up against the hour, wasn't the best thing because, of course, I saved some teams for last. You know, I could have ranted about the Raptors. They were confusing. I don't understand how they were so bad. You know, the Sonics obviously came out of the gate really bad. Um, but, I mean, you know, not too ugly to talk about. But the ugly spots were really reserved for teams like, um, like the Wolves and... I guess it was the Raptors But you know what I mean the Pacers in theory But Mayer gets hurt You know So if we want to talk about The Wolves here As well as the Pacers Let's get right into it Uh, Crest Sorry, bro, gonna make you wait a little bit longer Because we ended up with the, with the Wolves And I didn't get to finish what I was talking about So when I look at Mitch Bradley, like I had talked about It was it was reminiscent of when everybody was talking about Anthony Davis and Carl Carl Anthony Towns And like I said, I feel like the, the internet has been wiped Of all the history of that Because that was a thing Is that people were talking about whether or not You would want to build your franchise With Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Davis And people were legitimately saying Carl Anthony Towns And this was, again, with, with that last like two season stretch when you know Davis was getting hurt and he needed the money I think to get you know first team all pro or whatever to get the extra money etc etc and people were like legitimately saying that they would say Towns is better and then suddenly it's like that never happened even though Towns is still really good and we're gonna act like we weren't fucking insane by saying that so am I gonna do one of those right now am I gonna go on one of those rants and be that guy that in two or three seasons you're gonna be like Corey Goulet, seriously, get your head checked. Because Mitch Bradley is the real deal. But here's what I here's the problem: Mitch Bradley isn't a rookie. He's not a second-year player. This guy's been in the league for like five five seasons now, or whatever, and he's really good. He's really good. But I want him to be elite. Am I asking too much? Like, even Jode, like Jode should not be better than him. Like, yes, the seventy. 27 Aper is like That's that's incredible But I want 30 man I want more out of you I want you to be The badass motherfucker That you look like You're supposed to be 124 defensive rebounding Plus 40 progressions You need to be better Now Your team Your coaching staff The front office Is not helping you Because they're surrounding you With some players Who's not making it work It's the same kind of way that, you know, like, okay, so it looked like he toned down Bradley a little bit. Just put Bradley at plus two. Now, again, like, listen, we're not talking about swaying stuff, but it's like, okay, if I had Bradley, let's see stuff. Put him at plus two. Let him shoot as much as he wants. Just let him go nuts. He's inefficient. Whatever. He's playing. He's actually playing like under 30 minutes per game, has four fouls. He seems like he's somewhat limited this season. He's getting a little slap happy. Calm down, kid. Just go out there and score. Just go out there and grab the boards. Do it all. Don't think that now, because the big dog's in town, he's going to take shots from you. He's only been averaging 14 points a game on 42% because he sucks. And he's got foul problems too. What's wrong with you people? Now, they brought in Deacon Dorsett, who we said looked like the perfect point guard for that team, and he's taking too many shots. He's at minus two, and he's still hoisting up shots. Now, the coaching staff sucks. They should get fired. Because on paper, it looks like they're doing things right. But then when the team gets out there on the floor, what's going on? What are these guys doing? The chemistry, which should be better, still blows. Started Boyer first sim. That didn't work. Stoltz came in last sim, and that actually was fine. Guy shot 50%. Guy doesn't play much defense. And now they want to go out and get Josephus Clark. All Josephus Clark did was effectively tank the Pacers' first two sims. Come on, man. You can do better than that. I don't think Josephus Clark's gonna help this team. What he's going to do is gonna potentially give him a teeny little bit more defense at the shooting guard spot. Hopefully he stops stealing shots from some of these other guys, but could also just be simply the fact that Mitch Bradley, who should be at center for his rebounding, just shouldn't be the anchor of his team. Kinda like Kevin Love, if you're gonna play shit defense, even though you can grab 15 rebounds, you probably should still be at power forward and let's put somebody who wants to defend Somebody who doesn't want to score at center Now Luther Johnson has been that guy We talk shit about Luther Johnson Tabloids don't like him He hasn't necessarily gotten better Theoretically he's gotten worse But you know what, he's been steady He's like a 15-10 and 10 type guy You probably would have wanted the rebounding to get better The defense has not improved But in theory it's still fine now, because of the fact that he doesn't rebound as well, I can see why you wouldn't want him at center. But technically speaking, because he's kind of your defensive anchor, you know what? He probably should be the guy you put at center and let, let Mitch Bradley do whatever he wants. And I think that's the way he had done it in the past seasons. But ultimately, the team still wasn't good. Because the team wasn't good the past few seasons with Bradley at power forward and Luther at center, that wasn't the problem. The problem was, was the rest of the stuff around him. You know, he added Rob Glenn, and that was it. Like, he literally had... The front court locked up, and that was it for the roster. You know, now you want more out of Rob Glenn. Like, can we get this guy to shoot upwards of 45, 46%, which still isn't that great, instead of 42%? Can we somehow get him up to like maybe 17, 18 points per game on 46%? Again, we want to stick with the not safe for work mantra here. Let's talk about all the other shit bags out there that we talk shit about that are scoring. Stales, McDavid. And Rob Glenn can't do it? Okay, it's his rookie year. Does the game know that? Come on! Do better, Rob Glenn. Elio Santoro, we kind of just completely glossed over the Grizzlies. And Elio, the Pete's boy Santoro, he delivers! Currently, Rob Glenn does not. Wolves have decided to put Brian Bedlam at center, which makes sense. The safer spot would probably be to continue with Luther at center and Bradley at power forward. But... Hey, that was my hot take before the season Was that Bedlam, because of his rebounding Again, if you're going to miss a lot of these shots Why not get a good offensive rebounder In the game And put Bedlam at center And and have Luther backing up both spots It's going to sacrifice a little bit of defense But you know what, if it can get him some putback attempts From all these shots that everybody's missing Especially from the Deacon Maybe it would serve the team better So I don't hate it I'm going to hate on Josephus Clark trade Until I see it just because I don't like him But it could work. I don't know. I mean, he's theoretically maybe a better player than Stoltz on paper. I don't know what he gave up. I hope he didn't give up his 39 first. Because if this shit doesn't work out, he's giving Crest a lotto pick. Come on. He doesn't deserve that. You could have gotten a better player at shooting guard if you want to give up a lotto pick from anybody else. Stop giving Crest cheap handouts, people. And now you got... We didn't even talk, talk... Let's talk about the Pacers. So the Pacers got rid of Clark. I don't quite know what else they're putting at that spot, though. So that's confusing. So I don't know what he's replacing Clark with, but he did the Eve Yensho deal. So now he gets Yensho. Now here's the problem. I don't know that Kress knows what to do with Yancho. Now Cromwell, awesome. Tina started like crap. I would put them probably in the bad category because Mayer's been out for most of the season and he's their best, you know, arguably one of their best players. I'm still going to say Cromwell's their best player because Mayer still doesn't score. Like, you can't lean on him when it matters. If he can get up to the point where he's scoring 20-plus points per game, that's great. You know, I talked about it earlier. Um, we talked about, you know, things being good in, in Charlotte. You know, one or i am sorry, uh, uh, Boston. We talked about Hugh. I know it's small, but it's like the, the small difference could mean a lot. Like, for that team, they need Hugh to score. But because Hugh doesn't have the free throw ability like, say, a Silva, where he's only got, he's got sub 30 and Silva's got over 50, it matters. Silva can go off for 30 points. While it's possible for Hugh to do it, I just think you need that free throw every once in a while where your guy goes to the line like 10 times a game. And that, I just think, matters. Now, it's a difference in, you know, like Hugh potentially being Silva. And really, it's just the free throw. That's it. But sometimes that could be big. And especially when we want when we're talking about a team like the Celtics, just that little bit of scoring could go a huge way. You know, and that was the issue with the Pacers. Now, Pacers add Yenshow, and in theory, because of the volume shooting, no matter what, look, I guess the point is he made it work with Eve, right? And if he can make it work with Eve, you gotta think he's gonna make it work with Yensho. So I do apologize when I say does he know what he's doing? Because he made it work with that guy, and I think that guy is worse. And if we want to say that Yensho should be worse. But somehow the Celtics made it work. That's great. Now, the irony would be is if somehow this regresses back to the mean and Yensho is who we thought he was. So we gave, I gave so much crap previously here on this last podcast to the Celtics about how Yensho sucked, suddenly looked great, still only a two sim sample size and he was hurt. Oh my, it would be funny if he goes back the other way and ends up being who we thought he was, for Crest. I mean, that is the ultimate irony, is that we give LGC crap, makes it look like Crest is going to do better, and Crest is the one guy that we probably love to give the most crap to, just because he always seems like he's in it, he's in the mix. And both of those teams lost to the Bucks last year. Why? Because they didn't have the supplemental score. So now they're trying to figure out what we got to do. But they again, Ricky kind of would note that he keeps trading these. Now, did he go from an eight and a half and get a nine now? I don't know. He keep they keep going lateral. Now, again, no Clark could be good for that team. Clark came out of the gates terrible. Look bad. Now the Pacers are on the outside looking in. Crest made a joke about whether or not he could miss the playoffs with Mayer and Crom and, and end up with a top pick. And I'll tell you what, there are worse things right now than missing the playoffs. With those guys, and if you somehow got a hold of the Timberwolves' 39, you end up with two lotto picks in that team? That's a fantastic job. Now, I don't know that that happened. I don't know that he got the 39. I don't think he's going to miss the playoffs. The team is fine. Bingham's putting up huge numbers for a guy that you're not supposed to rely upon when it comes to output. So they, they'll most likely write the ship. Now, what they put at shooting guard... Next to Yencho, I'm unsure I don't think we figured that out Or at least I wasn't paying attention So uh, so again, I apologize to Crest For not talking about him on the initial podcast Spent an hour talking about everybody else But I don't know what there is all to talk about Other than the fact that, you know He's been past LGC's problem with Yencho That now he has And is he going to be good enough to fix the Yencho problem? Or is Yensho going to end up going by the wayside as well? If we know anything, we know Kress is going to make deals quickly. So if Yencho goes out there next sim and the team's completely healthy and we see 35% Yencho again, nope, he gone. Anyways, if I probably didn't talk about some of the contract stuff and whatnot, I could have kept it under an hour. So I know a lot of times we spend two hours talking about teams because we go nitty-gritty, but I feel like there's no reason we should have hour, hour or more podcasts anymore moving forward. We can give the quick hitters. You know, we did season previews, three and a half hours. Did good and bad, the ugly. That took an hour and now basically 15 minutes. Trim the fat a little bit and we're down to an hour while we kind of talk about stuff. You know, so maybe we can cover more topics. People want to talk to KJ. It's been a while since KJ's done one. So you know what? If anyone has any financial stuff, weird things, you know, we can do a podcast with KJ. We've kind of always wanted to do it where we talk, you know, structure of the league, things he likes, things he doesn't like. People want to talk about free agent offers, you know, things that he kind of touches upon a lot of times in chat. Next thing you know, you know, Ricky gets into a fight with with Kenny and 5,000 posts later, we missed all the cool stuff KJ said. Or you missed the podcast link. You can't fucking lose that, right? Damn. Gotta get... Got to stop with all these crazy talks we get into. Anyways, there's another 15 minutes for you to chomp on. And if you're Crest and you don't care about anybody else, you can completely skip the hour and focus right on this quick-hitting 14-minute cod podcast. All right, we've got two more days till a sim. I'm going to be out of town doing some work, I think, this weekend, so I won't be able to really do anything until Sunday-ish. So uh, other than being in the virtual world... You won't hear my sexy voice until Sunday. Peace.